I'm going to start without you because it's really late tonight and I don't want to be here all night. <laughs> we, it's, we're, sure. yeah, well, it's like so much later than we normally do this. We normally get started like at, like, I don't know, 6? 6.37. 6.37, yeah, it's like, it's after 8 o'clock right now. It's too freaking late. But we've been watching the playoffs all day, so we're, we're kind of, um, we're, we're in a football frame of mind today. Mm. Yeah. I'm just waiting for the cold weather to hit here in a day or two. Sorry. I was trying to move your microphone so people could actually hear you. You know, we do have two or three listeners, and I'm sure they would like to hear your beautiful voice, <laughs> clearly. Instead of just your vaping. <laughs> you said like three words, you've been vaping the entire they time. I want to uh, <clears throat> hear what intelligence sounds like. Well, they wouldn't be listening to this podcast for that. <laughs> I mean, come on, let's be honest. That is very true. You're, you're getting bottom-of-the-barrel bullshit when you listen to this podcast, which, by the way, is the Shays Lounge. So you found us for another week. Thank you so much for joining us. We're not supposed to say who we are. I know, not till the end. We're supposed to go, oh, wait, shit. <laughs> I thought that we would mix it up a little this week, you know, and try to do things the correct way. But, you know, we'll see. We'll see how it lands. That's not who we are. That's true. That's that's not how. That's not who. I tell you who we are. Um, we are somebody who just got done eating a cinnamon roll that had fruit all over it. It was so good. Oh my god. I had me a chocolate shake and it was good. <laughs> you had you had a chocolate shake. Meanwhile, the temperatures are dropping, and you're out there eating ice cream because you're insane i always crave ice cream when it's cold i you know i i have heard that like ice cream sales go up when the when the temperature drops i wonder what it is in our primitive little monkey brains that makes us do that thinking maybe if we eat something cold it'll get us cold on the inside <laughs> so it won't feel so cold on the outside of us when we go outside <laughs> <laughs> i know i was a little bit afraid for my life this morning when i was going to work or, well when i was walking the dog because the dog has me ditto has me up like four times a night to go pee and so, um, every time I went outside last night, there, there was slightly, every time I would go out there, there was slightly more ice on the sidewalk because more and more of the water would freeze over. And then by the time it was time to go to work this morning, there was this gigantic sheet of ice between me and my garage. <laughs> so I was in fear for my life because we all know what happened this time last year when I slipped on the ice and got a concussion and almost died. Yeah. And honestly, I did not even know I had a concussion until like two days later. And nobody knew how badly I was injured <laughs> for a while because we were just kind of like, that's, just, you know, I guess I'm just normally that much off that nobody noticed it. <laughs> I drove the kids to school that day, drove myself to work that day, worked the entire day, you know, and if I got still, I would have dizzy spells. I'm like, oh, that's probably not good. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it didn't occur to me that I had like a very serious concussion until, you know, way later. Well, but I did feet come out and your head hits first. That kind of what happens. Yeah. Yeah. It freaked the kids out pretty bad because they saw it happen. That was, that was not good. But uh, that did not happen this morning. So, you know, score one for me. I managed to make it out there safely. Um, but my, um, my friend that lives up in Canada said uh, when you're dealing with ice like that, of course, you know, he deals with ice every year. Um, but they teach the kids to walk like a penguin if you're yeah. walking across ice you walk like a penguin short steps very short 
and and make sure your feet are down firmly before you take the next step. But you need to look like a penguin, waddle back and forth. <laughs> so I walk like a penguin when well, I walk I'm the fat, so I can waddle. <laughs> Should be able to waddle pretty easily. Oh, speaking of fat, I want you to see this. This is horrible. Um, I mean, it's it's funny, but it's also horrible. Uh, can you see that coffee cup? It is, it is a torso, like the upper torso of a person, and the handle is the arm and hand of the person, and the hand that is attached back is to grabbing a muffin top? is grabbing a muffin top. <laughs> I'm not sure I appreciate my coffee mug shaming me, like fat shaming me, every time I drink coffee with sugar in it or try to eat a donut. There you go. Like, uh, you know, that's not cool. Like, you, this coffee cup needs to calm down a little bit. But, um, <laughs> so it is the playoffs. Yep. NFL playoffs started today. <clears throat> Houston just demolished the freaking Browns today. <laughs> Did not see that coming. Holy crap, was that a game. The first quarter, it was it was pretty... It was exciting. It, it was, was very back and forth. Yeah, it, it was some really good football. And then by the time the second half rolled around, it was like the Browns just... Yeah, I think Quit at playing. one point, the Browns were ahead <laughs> when they had 14 points. Mm-hmm. Then when the game was over, it was the Browns still had 14, but Houston had had, what, 45? So they, sca- they yeah, scored Yeah, 45, because like they, they won by 30, 31 points. They, they scored like 30-something unanswered points. Two pick sixes. In a back row. to back. Yeah. Back to back pick sixes, and and Joe Flacco, I, no shade on the man. I mean, he has just like been insanely good. This is his sixth game that he's played this year. It's kind um, of career resurgence for him. Yeah, it really. And he, I mean, he has just been like a surgeon. I mean, he's he's been insane in the in the games that he's played in. And it was like after that second pick six, like you could kind of see the light leave his eyes a little bit. <laughs> I think he kind of gave up a little bit, and and I don't want to say that about the man because I mean he he played, you know what I mean? He it, like he didn't quit playing, but it was just you know something broke. Yeah, <laughs> something broke when when Houston ran that second one in. Um, but I, I, they played hard. They did really well. Um, there's a lot of people I've been seeing online that have been saying that. Oh, the the refs won that game for Houston, or uh, the reason that Houston won is because uh, the Browns quit playing. I was like, no, like Houston just outplayed them. Yeah, Houston a hundred percent outplayed them this game. And this has been—I know I keep saying this every time we talk about football. This has been the weirdest freaking season. Teams that have never been good are in the playoffs. The Browns are a joke. If you live in Cleveland, you root for the Browns because that's your home team, but you don't expect to do anything. You're not expecting to win a Super Bowl. You're not even expecting to go to the playoffs. No. For them to have made it this far. And Joe Flacco, uh, who played in the last five games of the season, was their fifth starting quarterback this season. Yeah. They have gone through five quarterbacks this season. For them to make the playoffs with that over their head, they're a good team. Oh yeah, I mean, they had a good year, so they really did. And and I, and I really am proud of. Them. I you know I'm I'm kind of a sucker for a good underdog story. And you you can't tell me that the Browns are not like one of the best underdog stories. 
Look at the freaking Lions of the playoffs. Oh, my God. Well, they're playing tomorrow? I Are the Lions playing tomorrow? It's, it's the Lions and um, the Rams, right? Yeah, Lions and Rams. Yeah, that's tomorrow. That's tomorrow night. Um, I think the Lions will – I think the Rams will win, but I don't want them to. <laughs> I I, I kind of want the Lions to win. Just, I mean, just – I'm just saying, I don't, I don't want the, the Rams to win. I feel like – and I don't know this to be the, the truth because I, I don't follow – the Lions, but the way that I've been following some of the commentary about the Lions, they've kind of done it right, building their team from the bottom up, um, trying to build a playoff-ready team as opposed to... Taking the Yankees route? Yeah, yeah. They, and, and they've kind of done it right, and, it, and it's worked out for them this season. It really has. The, the Lions have, have really done well. Um, I still don't know who's going to be in the Super Bowl. I think it's probably going to be the Ravens and the 49ers, to be honest. I'm, I, if I had to bet money on it, if I were to bet money on it, I would be betting on the Ravens and the 49ers. Yeah. I, I really think that's who it's going to be. Um, if Dallas can make it past um, the Packers tomorrow, do they play the 49ers next? Or is that two games I don't. I don't know the. I don't know the playoff if schedule. If they play the 49ers, it won't be until the championship. Okay. The NFC Championship. I okay. Believe. Um, if the Cowboys make it far enough to get to the 49ers, um, that's where their season stops. Yeah, I really do. I, I really do think that the 49ers are going to stomp a mud hole in them. They they've knocked the 49ers have knocked the Cowboys out of the playoffs for the last what four years? Something like that. Yeah. And that's that's really that's disappointing, but but again, this has been a weird season. So really, anything could happen. Um, the Cowboys are undefeated at home in the last eighteen games. Um, if they somehow manage to meet the Forty ers at home, I mean, who knows? Flip well, a coin. If they play the Forty ers it'll be in San Francisco. Uh, well, then they'll lose that game. <laughs> they'll definitely lose that game. I think they've won one home game, uh, one uh, away game this year. The Cowboys have something like that. Yeah. Well, they've had to win a couple. They play yeah, seven, what seventeen games. Uh, it's eighteen games. No, it's it, eighteen weeks, but they play seventeen games. Oh yeah, because they have a bye week. And so that's not your truck. So they won eleven games. So they, I mean, they, so had, they had they won a couple on the road. They had to, but I don't remember which ones they were. Well, I know they beat Washington on the road, and they beat the Giants on the road. Okay. Because they played them both twice, once at home and once on the road. So. Okay. Well, either way. Well, we got Miami at 7 and Kansas City at 13 right now um, in the second quarter. I think Kansas City's going to win this game. I kind of want Miami to win the game, I want my I want Miami just to start turning it on and just kick the dog shit out of the Chiefs. <laughs> Your hatred for the Chiefs fuels me. <laughs> oh, sorry, I like Patrick Mahomes. I don't really give a shit about the Chiefs. I just like Patrick Mahomes. Uh, he's a, he's a phenomenal quarterback. I don't like him. I lost all respect for that little putz a couple weeks ago when he just started throwing his little hissy fit on the sidelines because a penalty was called against his team. How dare you call a penalty on the Chiefs? Oh, my God. And man, fuck you, Mahomes. Fuck you and your motto. I don't give a shit. I, I mean, Kelsey's all right, I guess, but 
I I could care less for Patrick Mahomes. I've lost all respect for him. Do you know why I think he was so pissed about that penalty? Not because necessarily. people what, don't call penalties on the Chiefs like that. What, uh, aside from That's that, a contract they have with the referee association. <laughs> yeah, you're, you're not lying about that. But aside from the Chiefs not getting very many penalties called on them, I mean that that's a meme at this point that the the Chiefs never get penalties called on them. But I really truly think that Mahomes was so goddamn pissed about that penalty because of who the penalty was on. It was Kadarius Tony. He has dropped 35 passes this season. He has been an albatross around their neck all season. For them to have made the playoffs with Kadarius Tony weighing them down speaks for how good this team is. And I honestly, truly believe, because the only time I have ever seen Patrick Mahomes lose his cool was when Kadarius Tony was involved in something. But he I think wasn't he mad won- that it was Kadarius Tony. He was mad that the referees called that penalty. I agree with you. I'm just saying. I think the reason that the hissy fit happened was because of Tony. He would have gotten mad at the penalty, but I think he would have behaved a little better had it not been on Tony. Seriously, because I've never seen Patrick Mahomes lose his cool. He's 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 much more calm and collected than that. He's been a quarterback for a long time. He knows how to keep his cool. But he's just had some stinkers on his team this year. And they have lost him some games that he should have won by a lot. The whole team should have won by a lot. I don't care how lucky we won. <laughs> and that is your opinion, and you are entitled to it. <laughs> if he keeps on, he's going to be on the same level as, as far as I'm concerned with A.A. Ron. A.A. Ron. Oh, we got to talk about A.A. Ron. I heard the funniest damn thing about him. Look at this idiot to game. No shirt on. <gasps> so they're playing in Kansas City, and it is negative seven with a wind chill of negative 27 right now. And this guy's shirtless. He's an idiot. He's going to dive. He's going to dive. I think about Aaron. <laughs> Somebody said, I mean, that guy is stupid. Like, he is so stupid. I bet you his whole life, only A's he ever got on his report card are the two in his name. <laughs> Sounds about right. <laughs> so he's been, um, he was on the ESPN podcast. Uh, what is that guy's name? Hang on. I want to be accurate here. Um, ESPN podcast. What is that guy? Um, let's see. Hang on. I'm not trying to have dead air here. I'm just, I'm trying to. Are you sure? Because that's kind of what it sounds like what you're trying well, to do. You could talk too. Well, I'm waiting for you. I didn't want to like <laughs> cut you off when you're, when you're about to say something. Oh, I'm not. I'm, I'm looking this up. Uh, Pat McAfee. That's the guy I was trying oh, to think Pat of. Pat McAfee. So yeah. Pat McAfee has a, a podcast on the yeah. ESPN network. Um, anyway, Aaron Rodgers has been a frequent guest because he has literally nothing else to do since he blew out his his, his uh, fucking uh, Achilles. Achilles tendon two minutes into the first game of the season. Um, so he's had nothing to do except go around and peddle his weird little holistic cures and talk about being anti-vax and how the vaccine is going to kill you and then also accuse people of being on the Epstein list um, because he went on McAfee's show and said something out of the blue about Jimmy Kimmel being on the Epstein list. And Jimmy Kimmel got on his show the next that night and was like, 
motherfucker, I will sue you. I have never, he said, I have never met Jeffrey Epstein. I have never been on Jeffrey Epstein's plane. I have never been anywhere near him. I have never been to the island. My name is not on that list. And if you continue this bullshit of slandering me, I will sue you for defamation. Well, the list got released. Guess whose name is not on it? Oh, did the actual did oh, the yeah. actual list get released? Mm-hmm. The list was re- was released a week or so ago. Yeah, we've seen it. Oh, I yeah. saw the fake list. At the, oh yeah, the fake ones going around yeah. with like all the celebrities and stuff on yeah. it. It's like those people are not. <laughs> no, because they're like, you see whose name's not on there. <laughs> well, if you're trying to tell me that Trump's name is not on there, you're a fucking liar because we know for a fact he's been to the island several times. Whether he rode on his own plane or Epstein's plane, doesn't matter. We know for a fact he was down there. Yeah. But Jimmy Kimmel was not. So Aaron Rodgers going around there and saying that that shit, that's defamation. So Aaron Rodgers got on the Pat McAfee show again and didn't double down, but also didn't take back what he said and has now been banned from being on any of the ESPN podcasts. They basically told him to go sit in the corner and think about what he's done. Mm-hmm. Um, and then Pat McAfee has been trying to, like, distance himself. <laughs> he's like, I don't want anything to do with your bullshit. I'm done. <laughs> and uh, Jimmy Kimmel is, like, keeping an eye on it. Like, he's, he's like... You know, Pat McAfee's been in WWE, right? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. As an announcer, or... No, he's, he's, he's wrestled a few matches. Oh, he was nice. actually really good. He was surprising. Well, I'm actually kind of glad you brought up the WWE because that was the next thing I was going to go to because somebody at one of the most recent WWE matches held up a sign that said Kimmel was on the list. It was a big sign. And they had to get, it was right behind Paul Heyman. So they were like trying to show Paul Heyman and like not show the sign on camera because they could seriously get sued for that. And the sign was up for about five minutes before security tackled the guy and took his sign away from him and made like, they let him stay, but they took his son and tore it up. Really? I didn't see that. Yeah. <laughs> but it's that kind of stuff that could destroy somebody's career just because of a little offhand comment that some dumbass made on a podcast. Yeah. You know, I mean, if um, if Jimmy Kimmel sues him for millions of dollars for defamation and wins, he will deserve every penny he gets. Because Every time... It- Shows that the Chiefs coach, mm-hmm. he's got more and more ice on that big old thick mustache. Of his. <laughs> well, it is freaking. Look at him. You can see all the breath from all the players. It's just like, whoo. How did he catch that? Is that Kelsey again? No, that's no. not Kelsey again. Um, but no, um, they were having trouble catching the ball earlier just because it was so freaking cold. And like, I mean, you can't feel your hands. You know, I, I haven't seen uh, much of the the Miami's um, quarterback. He said he was going without gloves today. I don't know if they're going to let him or not. Because that just seems dangerous. But, uh, but anyway, um, <clears throat> it is absolutely cold as balls here, or it will be here in the next day or so. Yeah, single digits here in a couple of days. Yeah, we're going to have to leave all of our faucets running and toilets running and pets running and Engines running, all kinds of stuff running. <laughs> uh, <Yep. laughs> you know, it was 
Christmas Day of 2022. Okay. When that pipe in the bathroom burst. Because I remember I was in bed because it was Christmas night. Oh. <laughs> and I was in bed when they knocked on our door and they're like, your pipe burst. We need to come in there and fix it. And I had, we had to let them in. Um, so, oh, look at all the eyes. <laughs> so, it has been since the, since, so it got super, super cold Christmas Day of 2022. Stop it, dog. But it has not gotten cold until, I guess now. January of 2024. Yeah. It didn't. It didn't hardly get cold at all in 2023. Not toward the end of the year, like it did last last year. Well, it was January 23rd of last year, of 2023 is when it got cold. Is when everything iced over. Mm-hmm. How do you remember the date? Because for some reason, I screenshotted the text messaging between me and my boss because he, he was because it said. I was looking through old pictures on my phone, and it was one where he said, well, it's fair to say that, you know, Lion Hall is not running tonight. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And I was like, yeah, it's probably too hot. Tires will melt. Yeah, that's right. Oh, you better not. You better stay off my computer, little baby. Better stay off my computer. Oh, I saw a video. I was going to tell you, but it made me laugh. This guy was sitting at his kitchen table. And his wife walks up to him, and he's, like, doing something. And she starts talking to him. She says, uh, why is there a $400 charge on our credit card for some golf membership? And he's like, what? She goes, $400 on our credit card for a golf membership. And he's like, I can't hear I can't hear what you're saying. He said, I think it's the chair. I sit in this chair, and I can't hear you. She's like, oh, that's so bullshit. And he, goes, and he gets up, and he goes, no, look, here, you try it. She goes, all right, fine, I'll try it. So she sits down in the chair, and she goes, "All right, go ahead." She and he he, she, he goes, "Okay, honey, how many Amazon packages are we expecting this week?" Honey, <laughs> how many Amazon packages are we expecting this week? And she like points at her ear, and she's like, "What? I can't hear you. It is the chair." <laughs> like, uh huh. <laughs> Sounds about right. Did you see that uh, one porch pirate that was coming up to steal the Amazon packages off the porch? They got caught on the ring camera, and you can see <laughs> she left her car parked with the door open. About that. Oh, did you tell yeah. me about that? It was somebody jumped in and like stole her car, and she like comes up to the camera. She's like, uh, "I know I was stealing your packages, but somebody stole my car. Can you help?" <laughs> can you call the police. <laughs> she didn't know if she wanted to go grab the packages or go stop the guy from stealing her car. It's like the one where the guy walks outside and there's a car parked out just behind his car. And he looks over and there's a dude underneath his car stealing the catalytic converter off of it. Mm-hmm. So he's just like, fucker, you let your car run it. So he got in the dude's car and drove off. So <laughs> <laughs> like, you take my catalytic converter, I take your fucking car. <laughs> I think you kind of get what you deserve when, when, you, when you do that. Yep. <laughs> I need to let her out. The ferret's trying to get out of the cage. She she needs to be, like, exercised. I think we're going to let them out, let them roam tomorrow. Okay. But, um, <laughs> what has she got over there? Uh, it's just one that says, my wife called me today to tell me that three women that she works with, three of her coworkers, got flowers at work today and said that they are absolutely gorgeous. 
I guess it wasn't a good idea when I responded with, well, that's probably why they got the flowers. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, don't come home tonight. (laughs) Right? Don't, don't come, don't come home. (laughs) Ah, this little freeloading dog. He keeps giving these big old sighs, like, and I'm like, you know what? You sigh really heavy for somebody that doesn't have a job. And you have no responsibilities. And you have no bills. You're just a little freeloader. Don't let mama talk to you like that. He's a freeloader. (laughs) Oh, and I I think, yeah, I already told you, but yeah, I mean, this week was almost a really bad week at work for us. Why is that? Because I started some stuff that almost got about seven people fired. You haven't told me this. Yeah, I have. Well, tell me again. Because of what I found in my truck. <gasps> oh, yeah. Because my truck got was in the shop in Memphis for a while. And got it back like last week. And I've driven it a couple of days. And some of our other guys on first shift has driven it a couple of days. Uh, I don't think anybody on night shift has driven it. But... One day earlier this week, I had to go back out to my truck, my work truck, to get something. Mm-hmm. And as I was getting in the in the truck to to get my folder out, I noticed I see something shiny right behind the fire extinguisher. And when you're in an eighteen wheeler truck, uh, like when you're sitting in the driver's seat, the fire extinguisher is always right here on your left, mm-hmm. between like you and the door. So you can grab it. You can grab easy. it quick if you need to. And. Uh, I see something shiny and it was like one of those things that has like a key ring with like four or five different uh, measuring spoons on it. Mm-hmm. And then I saw it was like some little small measuring spoons. And when I grabbed them to pick them up to get them out, there was one other. The bigger one was off by itself. And these are metal measuring spoons. Like metal measuring yeah. spoons, right? And then when I looked at it, I was like, uh, this measuring spoon's got like a white residue in it. Right? I'm like... And then I started looking at it, and then the bottom side of it is scorched. (laughs) That can only be one thing. Somebody was cooking something. Somebody was cooking something. And so I wasn't sure... So I took it inside, I said, and luckily there was nobody in there but my two two bosses, you know, our our dispatcher and our terminal manager. I said, hey, uh, boss, I said, I just found this in my truck, and... Started to just throw it away, but then when I started thinking about what it might be, I thought it would be good for you to know it was there because that's not cool. <laughs> no, no, not cool. And I showed it to him. And he started looking at it. And he goes, what is that? And I was like, well, what does it look like, dude? I said, look at it. Look at the bottom of it. And he's like, holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> he goes, but I don't know what this is. He said, I've never been around this shit. And I said, well, I haven't either. <laughs> I said, well, why don't you do like in the movies? Just taste it. Because that's what they always say. Oh, yeah, that's the good shit. And then he started telling me, he said, well, it's funny you say that because we had a drug officer came to his school when he was in school still, right? Uh-huh. And they were talking to him, and they asked about that. And he goes, that is only in the movies. Yeah, it is. <laughs> he said, you never taste that shit? He said, because you realize what would happen if we did that to see if it was real? Because if it was real, we would get addicted to it. Yeah. 
So yeah, you don't stick your, you don't cut it and put your thong, pink pinky in and go, oh, that's the real shit, you know. You don't do that. <laughs> I heard somebody say he wanted to go to the police academy so he could find out what day they learned how to do that on. He's like, I want to go on that day. <laughs> right. When do they teach you how to tell the difference between the good stuff and the, and the shitty stuff? <laughs> right. But anyway, I gave that to him. Uh, he took pictures of it and sent it to his boss. And then ended up causing a bunch of shit started. Because, mm-hmm. you know, I was even telling him, said, look, you know, in my opinion, I, I mean, it's hard to say because there's no telling how many people has had access to that truck when it was in Memphis. Yeah, because a you lot. Know? Yeah. But, you know, I was like, you know, if they want to drug test me, hey, I'll go take one right now. I don't care. I ain't got nothing to worry about. You may have a little marijuana in your system because my stuff hits pretty hard. I said, but, you know, I mean, if it was mine and I found it in there, it's not like I would bring it to you and say, hey, look, you know. Right. Unless that's what you want them to think. I said, you know, I'm just really glad that I'm the one that found it. Mm -hmm. Because what if one of the other guys would have gotten in my truck and then came up and said, hey, look what I just found in his truck. Look what I found in shit. Yeah. You know, so it would have been like, it looked really bad. So I'm glad that I'm the one that found it. But anyway, then they started watching cameras to see if anybody, they went back over like several days worth of cameras to see if anyone ever went out to the truck. Mm -hmm. They never really saw anybody do that. But what they did see that a shitload of people violated our yard rules. Which means when you pull into our gate and you turn to the left, that's where you have to park for employee parking. You park there, you walk to the you walk into the building, you clock in, get your key. If you need to warm up your truck, then you go back outside and warm up your truck. Well they learned it was very obvious that all three of our guys on night shift, when they would come in, they would drive up to their work trucks to put their stuff in there because they're too fucking lazy to carry it. Every one of them would start up their trucks before they ever went in the building. Before they clocked in. Well, no, no. Which means they took their keys home. (gasps) And they're not supposed to take their keys home. Cannot take your key home. That is a no-no. That's a big no-no. Exactly. Uh, And so, they know that those three guys were doing that. Plus, they were taking their cars over there. Then when they would get done in the morning... Instead of dropping their trailer, parking their truck, bringing their stuff inside, they would drop their trailer, take the work truck, which is another yard rule violation, over to the employee parking lot to take the stuff out of their truck. Oh, no. Uh, They saw one guy do it a couple times, another guy do it pretty regularly. He would come in drive up right next to the ramp in his personal car and then they would check the times and see that when he was doing because he was running late he would drive up to the ramp get close enough to the building so his handheld would think he was inside and clock in <gasps> and then go park his car get, do whatever he's got to do and then finally come inside so that's time theft and so so this little <laughs> And then there was two guys on first shift that they saw park, 
walk right straight to their trucks, start up their trucks, and then go inside. So that was three guys on night shift, two guys on first shift pulling up next to the building, two different guys going straight to their trucks. They threatened our boss saying, we're contemplating on firing every one of them. Oh, shit. All because you found something in your truck and took it in being the good guy. You damn near got seven people fired. I know. My boss is probably like, I told him, I said, you bet you're wishing you were just like, fuck, I should have just thrown that shit away. <laughs> and I said a damn word, just throw it the fuck away. <laughs> but you're trying, to be, you're trying like, to be the good guy. Right. You know, and so that almost got everybody fired because he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. Let, <laughs> let me talk to everybody about this stuff, you know. How about we do a written warning first? Yeah. yeah. Now, nobody knows other than me, my dispatcher, or like our assistant terminal manager and our terminal manager knows what I found. Right. Because nobody else was in there when I took it inside. Everybody, at some point or another, has asked me, dude, what is going on? You know, and so what all I have said to anybody, and I told both of the guys at work, what I said, hey, everybody keeps asking me about it. The only thing I've said is that, look, y'all just need to be real careful because they're watching the cameras. This is the stuff they're watching for. Uh, Joe had me go through the, the like a, like an employee handbook thing about different rules and regulations and find those in there that says you can't do these things. Made copies of them. He like highlighted and put it right on the desk next to the sign-in book. And uh, I said, all I know is that I don't know what happened, but something happened and they're watching cameras real close and they threatened to fire a bunch of people. Even some here. And so, so y'all just better be, because like one of the guys, I was like, you know, you got to make sure. And I, and I said it to a couple of these guys, I said, because they were, I said, they threatened to fire people here. And they're like, for what? He said, for that. I said, yeah, for driving up. And I go through everything that they, they've done. And I said, so yeah, it's, it, 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 it almost got real bad. I said, I don't know what they would do because I know what they would do. They would ask if I would go back to night shift for a while. And you'd be like, fuck you. I was like, nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> we'll not be going back to night shift. Thank you very much. <laughs> Actually, if they asked me if I'd go back to night shift for a while, I would answer with a name. Chuck Testa. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Actually, you know what? If, if you had to go back to night shift for a reasonably defined short period of time to help out i'm sure you probably would but it would be it would like be until they hired people and then until i train i would have i don't want to be able to train one at a time yeah so you think you're looking at they would have to say okay well we get, it'll, it takes like a week or so to get somebody hired then i have to train them for a week then i'd have to get somebody else in train them so you're looking at, I'd be on night shift for probably minimum of two months. Yeah. Uh-uh. Ain't happening. <laughs> nope. But honey, you're the driver lead. Sometimes you have to do stuff like that. I'm the first shift driver lead, man. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> That's horrible when you're trying to do the right thing and then you... you <laughs> Almost decimates the entire terminal. <laughs> I mean, you got to think, we only have three night shift guys. We would have lost all three of them. 
we have I got I can't remember how many guys, so I gotta count the doors. 28, 30, 32, 34, 36. What did I miss one? 28, 30, 32, 34, 36, 38, 40. 26B. So there's nine of us on first shift. We lost four. <laughs> you would be working some long damn hours getting those routes done. <laughs> we would have five fucking people trying to run. Nine routes. Eight routes. Seven. Well, we actually have seven routes because we got 28, 30, 32, 34, 36, 38, 40. Yeah, we got seven doors that we load in. And we've got another extra driver that helps out if somebody's heavy. Mm-hmm. We'll give him some of their stuff. Or okay. we'll take, well, if we got three guys that are heavy, we may take a, one or two off of all three of them to give to the other driver so he has something to do, mm-hmm. you know. So, but yeah. Oh, shit. But yeah, we almost, uh, <laughs> we almost got into some shit because I found it <laughs> and turned it in. So it was almost a re- really bad week. <laughs> well, I'm glad it wasn't a really bad week. Yeah, me too. Well, and you know, for those guys' sakes, yeah. I'm glad it was not a bad week for them, too, because I, we're in the holidays. It's kind of the lean times. The economy sucks. It's hard to get jobs. You know, this is a good job. This is a good job with a good paying, with good pay. You know, you're home every day. This is not like a typical truck driver job. You know, this is yeah. this is primo cream of the crop kind of stuff. And I'm sure that these guys have probably been doing that stuff because nobody has ever come to them after they've done it, and said, stop that. Like, you don't need to do that. Well, all this kind of stuff, is it's been said, it, Joe, it's been mentioned to them several times. They... Hey, you guys cannot take your keys home. Guys, you cannot drive your cars up here. Got, but see, and I, I can see that, the, and I've kind of backed off, because I can see it would kind of frustrate him, because he would complain about it. Who's he? My terminal manager. Okay. All right. That's what I thought you were talking about. I just yeah. wasn't sure. And I was like, uh, you know, and I'm like, I said, well, I said, I said it's, it's just empty threats. Yeah. Nobody's going to change behavior on empty threats. Mm-mm. I said, if you want, I said, you're going to have to, you're going to have to start putting stuff on paper. Mm-hmm. If you don't write them up, if there's no repercussions, if you just keep saying, hey, you can't do that. And they do it. Hey, you can't do that. And they keep doing it. Hey, you can't do that. Your your words don't mean shit. And and honestly, like for somebody like me, I don't have a problem following the rules. Part of part of the way my ADHD brain works is I like clearly defined, clear cut rules to follow. Like I'm 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 awesome following rules. Right? You tell me exactly what you want, I'll do it, man. But if I think a rule is stupid, I'm gonna ignore it. I'm going to pull the Samuel L. Jackson. We have we have decided that the council's opinion is stupid and we're just not doing it, right? Yeah. So, but, but if you can take that stupid rule that I'm not following because I think it's stupid and tell me why it's not stupid. Hey, don't pull your truck over next to the work truck because A, B, or C should happen. That's why you should not do this thing. To prevent this other bad thing from happening. I'm like, great, I can work with that now. 
Now I know why you want me to not do that. Well, the reason they don't want people to do that because what you got to realize is something comes up missing. They're going to be like, well, the only person we've seen go from a work truck to a personal truck was this guy right here on camera. Yeah. So he's our he's our prime suspect for it. Yeah. You tell me something like that, like this is why we don't want you doing that is because this isn't this gonna happen. I, I'm good with it. You you have you've given me a justification for why the rule is not stupid. Therefore, I will follow it. So it might be something like, you know, your terminal manager may be going, "Don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do that. Fuck that. Tell them why. You know, you're gonna get run over if you do that. You're stealing time if you do that. You are. You know, you, you can't bring your, your work truck over to where the personal parking is because, what, for whatever reason. But just put some stakes behind it. Mm-hmm. And maybe, maybe, before you have to write them up, maybe they'll listen. You can at least try Well, I, I think, because like I said, a lot of them kept coming up and asking me what was going on. And I told them, I was like, look, this, this is not one of those things that they just put it up there that he just posted to say, hey, remind y'all about this. Try not to do this. Guys, y'all need to watch it. This shit's fucking serious. Mm-hmm. I told him. I straight up told him. So they're, they're, they threatened to fire a bunch of people. And I said, it's not real hard to, to figure out who. Mm-hmm. I said, but between first shift and night, first shift and night shift, we have 9, 10, 11, 12 drivers. Said seven of them, they were ready to fire until Joe talked them out of it. I said the shit's serious. Like I said, I don't know what happened. Do you think they listened to you? Well, this was on Wednesday or Thursday. Mm-hmm. Everybody that came left work Thursday afternoon. Even made a point saying, "Hey, turn my key in." <laughs> when they put it in the lockbox, hey, my key's up here. And to make it really easy, too, to know whose keys are whose, there's still tags on them with the driver's name. So he can walk up and see, oh, this guy here didn't turn in his key. Mm-hmm. And so, like, everybody turned in their keys, the day shift guys, the night shift guys. There wasn't a single vehicle that passed the parking lot. There wasn't a single truck that stopped over by the other parking lot. <laughs> I think they they know something. It's, they don't want to be the, they don't want to be the example. Yeah. You know? So they're watching it close, but yeah, I mean, I think maybe they're taking this shit serious now. Man, I hope. I tell you what, I I I honestly can't believe that there are some people who are as stupid as they are around workplaces that have constant surveillance on them. Yeah. Because at my office, we have cameras literally everywhere, and they pick up sound. And I have... I've made friends with the security guard, and he lets me see what the like. He lets me look at his screen, so I can see what all the cameras see, and I can hear what all the cameras hear. They pick up everything, fucking everything, and they have recently moved my desk. I used to be over at one far side of the office, over by you know it was just me and and two other people over there. There's no cameras anywhere near over there. They're just we were alone. It, it was great. I love it. Had a the biggest desk in the entire office was mine awesome but they decided to like move some things around and shake some people up and they moved everybody in the office to new desk and they do this every couple months we just you you get used to moving around right so 
They move me all the way to the other side of the office, and I have a camera four feet over my right shoulder. I ain't stupid. I ain't stupid at all. But the guy that sits behind me is, because he runs his mouth. And the guy that is two desks over, that that camera can hear very clearly, talks shit about work all the time. Talk shit about the boss all the time. Tries to drag me into his conversations. And I'm like, nope. <laughs> Absolutely not. Hell no. I'm on the phone. Thank you. Yes, I'm on the phone all the time. I, I'm not talking to anyone. I'm not getting up out of my desk and going to talk to other brokers. Because that's one thing. They're like, two brokers that are talking are two brokers that are not working. All right. All right. Fuck you. I'm, I'm like, I have no reason to get up from my desk. I have a job to do. I'm not here to socialize. I'm here to make money, you know? But I mean, these guys are up and around. And doing, I'm like, are you people fucking stupid? Do you understand that Wichita is watching you? I have literally seen the screenshots that Wichita has taken from those cameras of people not doing what they're supposed to be doing that they have sent to the cell phones of the bosses who work at our office so that those people can be talked to and disciplined. Do you think that, fuck that, I'm, I'm on the phone. Thank you. And I'm not saying anything about anything. Well, In fact, that... I, had to talk to, I had to talk to my boss about something that I didn't want anybody else but him to hear. I was like, hey, um, I need to run to the restroom. You think you can run with me? You can come, you know, maybe, maybe we could both run to the restroom together. And he's like, what? And I said, just come on. <laughs> so we walked down the hallway and into the little foyer area where the elevators are. And there's two restrooms there. And I was like, there's no cameras in here. And I needed to tell you something. He's like, oh, okay. It's like, I'm not catching me sleeping. <laughs> you ain't catching this one slipping. <laughs> So that's like that new doc that we got in the other state there. They have a hundred and forty cameras on that doc. Mm -hmm. And like they are like, they said like the managers there will get calls. And you talking about cameras? Mm -hmm. Good cameras. Mm -hmm. Like they like they called and said the guy that's on forklift and gave him the forklift number. Uh, he's been sitting in the same spot for seven minutes now without moving, looking at his phone, oh, watching videos. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. Speaking of... Okay, so when I'm working, I can't... I, just, I, I, I am completely unable to do one thing at a time. I just... My brain will not let me do it. If I am making a phone call, I've got to have... I've got to have a podcast going. I've got to have something going, Right. Or, you know, I'm, I'm barely paying attention, but I'm scrolling through TikTok and just listening to what's going on, right? While I'm doing other stuff. <laughs> I took my phone sitting here on my desk because that, that camera's right over my right shoulder, right? And I've got my phone sitting right here. And I took it and turned the camera on like I was taking a selfie and just kind of held it up to see if it could see the camera. <laughs> And it couldn't see the camera. I was like, good, they can't see me. <laughs> <laughs> they can't see me scrolling my phone while I'm working. I'm still working. And, you know, and I've got proof that I'm still working. Like, I'm not faking work or anything like that. Um, but I've, I've got to have something. Go like, I've got to be doing something I'm, because I'm fidgety, you know, and it's just, it's just not good. But, um, 
but yeah, I, I, I ain't stupid. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna make sure that the camera can't see my phone <laughs> <laughs> because they have they have literally they've called uh, <clears throat> they they've uh, called my boss or texted my boss um, with screenshots of people watching YouTube. Like they'll have like they'll have their phones propped up and they'll be sitting there watching YouTube. Now they may still be working, but they've got YouTube up and or, or whatever they're watching. They've got right. it up and and. As far as Wichita is concerned, you're not paying attention if you have your phone up and it's playing a movie. Even if you're making phone calls, the fact that you've got the thing on means that you're not paying attention. Figure out where the cameras are, guys. Right. This ain't rocket science. You know you're being watched. Figure out where the blind spots are. You're good. Yeah. <laughs> I know where all the blind spots are in that office, all right? Because <laughs> me and the security guard are buddies. <laughs> <laughs> the first day he worked there, the very first day he came in as a security guard, I found out his name, where he's from, how many kids, grandkids he's got. We, I mean, we're, we're buddies. Cause, and I'm buddies with the cleaning lady. I'm the only one that knows her name in the whole office. And she knows my name. Because I, you make friends with the people that can help you. Yep. I always make friends with the people that can help you. And that security guard... But it was funny. Uh, just one one story about work before before we move on to other things, um, because I th- I thought it was funny. Um, so this has been, I don't know, a rough couple of months at work. My sales. It's not that my sales have been down. It's just my customers have slowed down for the season, and so my numbers went down, and it was just it, one thing right after another. Well, my boss's boss decided that he. That, that I was not working, that I was not, he, he had made the decision that I was not doing my job because my, because my numbers were down. And so he decided to uh, make a point to give me crap about every little thing. And I got an ask you in about two months ago over my computer system not being exactly the way that it needed to be. Now, granted, it was not exactly the way it needed to be. I was taking a lot of notes in there but they were all in shorthand it was not something you could just go in there and figure out what I was talking about because I was talking to myself I wasn't talking to anybody else you know what I mean like those are my customers nobody else needs to know what's going on so I'm I'm doing shorthand in there they're like well you don't need to be doing that you need to be doing this 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 and this you need to take better notes you need to clear your stuff out and I've told you to do this da, da, da. well he had never told me to do a specific thing that he said he had told me to do but whatever that's beside the point so <laughs> he has been holding me to a very strict standard for like the last two months. And what's bad about it is he has not been holding anybody else to that standard. So I've been taking really good notes <laughs> just in case this ever went down. Cause I was like, you know, I'm the only woman in the office and I know other people who literally don't do their jobs that are not being held to the standard that I'm being held to. So this is kind of bullshit. So I'm taking notes. Because yeah. I ain't stupid. Right. So, anyway, so I get called into the office this week by my boss and my boss's boss, and we're going to do a um, a review. We're going to have a like a employee review where they're going to tell me all the ways that I have screwed up. Okay, I, I can handle constructive criticism. I'm fine with that. If you want to tell me how to improve, that's fine. So I go into the meeting. And the first thing he says is, your potential folders look like crap. It starts going over all the ways that it looks like crap. 
Well, the thing that he didn't like, I had everything in there like I was supposed to have it. The only thing I didn't have was when we call these customers to find out if we can start shipping with them, we have to find out where the loads pick up, where the loads drop off, and how much the customer is willing to pay for it. I had all that stuff in an email. I just didn't put it in the notes. He wants it in the notes. All right, fine. He never told me that. Clear, clear cut instructions. I'll follow him, but he literally never told me that. I was like, okay, I'll start doing this. So he told me that that part of it was bad. So that was a bad part of the review. And then he goes on to the rest of my book, the rest of my computer system. And he starts looking at it. And he's like, oh, this actually looks really good. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I know. You told me how to fix it, and I fixed it. Oh, and he's like, well, I was expecting this to look like crap. I was like, why would it look like crap? You told me to fix it, and I fixed it. <laughs> I was like, you told me to do something, and I did it. Like, I'm not stupid, you know? And uh, so they ended up going through the rest of my book, and it was absolutely pristine. It was exactly the way that they had told me to do it. It was like everything looked perfect. Everything was taken care of. And, and he started out this meeting with a, like a sh super shitty attitude. And then by the end of the meeting, he was telling me how I could double my book because everything looked so great. And then at one point he was trying to say, he, he didn't explicitly say that he thought I was faking work, but he implied that he didn't think I was making phone calls. And so he turned to my boss. He's like, how often is she on the phone? And he pulls up my metrics. <laughs> my metrics are higher than new brokers. And the new brokers are the ones that are on the phone the most. Yeah, that's all they have to do is call. That's all they had to do. I've got customers, plus I was on the phone more than all the other brokers. And my boss's boss was like, oh, that's kind of awesome. Yeah, I'm trying to do well. Like, I'm trying to succeed. I, I don't want to, you know, like, I don't want to do poorly at this job. And then he starts talking about, well, we're going to get you this, we're going to get you this, we're going to get you all these customers, we're going to do this, this, and this, and you're going to succeed. And I was like, great, let's do it. And then I walked out. So it ended up like he started out the review part of the process, like where he was just going to like just chew my ass the entire time and ended up being a, an extremely positive review. Well, if you think about it, that's actually, that's textbook. Because like when you're, cause that, was, that, that was almost like a disciplinary thing, yeah. right? That's how you're supposed to do those things. Uh, you're supposed to get the negative shit out of the way. Always end on a positive note. Yeah, 100%. This is not how that guy manages. Right. He will chew your ass for two hours and tell you what a shitty person you are and then kick you out. Yeah. Like, he, he, did, he is not a good manager. He right. does not know how to manage. But this, but because I had done everything exactly the way they had told me to do it, because, again, not stupid... He started out, and, and the only thing that he could find wrong with my book was the fact that I didn't have prices in there. That's literally the only criticism he had. That's it. So he ended up at, you know, 10 minutes after I walked out of the meeting, I had 10 new customers and about 30 new leads to follow that had been vetted properly and that were warmer leads than the, than the typical cold calls that I, that I have. So I was actually able to get some stuff done, which was really nice. <clears throat> but I just thought it was funny that that meeting was intended to be him telling me what a terrible employee I am and ended up with him being like, oh yeah, you're great. <laughs> and you remember, do you remember how I told they you? They gotta get his helmet off. Why? What's wrong? Is it broken? Oh, he's got a piece taken out of it. 
They're going to change his helmet. Yeah, his they're going to have to. He lost it. It's so cold, his helmet. Shattered in the cold. Oh, my gosh. Look at that. Yeah, they're going to have to give him another helmet. But, um, but yeah, anyway, that's my work story. <laughs> Started off as a shitty. <laughs> I'm surprised they're letting him play with that. I don't, I don't, that can't be safe. Do you suppose they don't have another helmet for him? Oh, no, they're going to have an extra helmet for him. Absolutely. <laughs> Speaking of prices, um, <laughs> uh, something's gone. We're, we're, we're going somewhere in a couple weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Let's just say I have a credit card with no balance on it. <laughs> so they just switched the helmet out. Okay, good. Anyway, the. Uh, <laughs> The, the, the Lego convention's coming back to Little Rock in a couple of weeks. Yes, it is. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> and we're going on Saturday morning this time instead of Sunday afternoon. And it, it was so cool last time. Just all the stuff that they had. And, you know, to be perfectly honest, when we walked in there, the way that you reacted to it, I didn't think you were having a good time because you had zero reaction when you walked in there. Like, you were just, you just walked in, you started looking, and, like, you know, just one one display to the next display to the next display. And then when we when we got done that day last year and you were like, This is the most fucking awesomest thing I have ever seen in my entire life. I was like, I didn't think you liked it. Like you weren't reacting to it. So like this time when we go, I wanna spend instead of just going display, display, display I wanna like spend time because I was kinda moving a little faster than I really wanted to because I th- thought you wanted to get out. And so we were like trying to get it. And this time we're going to be there like forever because I want to look at everything. Well, see, I was enjoying looking at like they had these ginormous builds. And then they had on there how many pieces it was. And then how long it took to design it. Mm-hmm. And then how many man hours it took to build it. And some of, some of the ones, the man hours it took to build it was insane. And you're talking like 25,000 pieces in some of this shit. Yeah. And and what what absolutely just freaking blows my mind is that most of that stuff, if I remember right, was made with non-specialized pieces. Right. Like, stop it, dog. They didn't have pieces that were made. Specifically for that build. Right. They were just using just regular bricks. And I'm like, how, how do you design this? Like, I... This thing is so intricate and so beautiful, and you've made, you've made a sphere with rectangular blocks. Like I don't even understand how that works. I can't wrap my brain around the design that you have done. The space shuttle with the smoke coming out from the bottom. Yeah. Like how do you do that? That that was there's all kinds of badass shit there. So. <laughs> oh, and all the, all that space shuttle stuff. Do you know that that was a woman who did all that? Yeah, she built like all the space, like the the ISS and all that stuff. That was all done by one woman. I was more impressed with that than I would because I mean, you got to think that Lego is probably a, like a like a guy's like a little boys club, like a boys club. Yeah. And then and then this woman is coming in here and building this this amazing art. I like the ones that you looked at it from one side. It was one picture, 
Or like there was a Spider-Man, but then you walked at a different angle and then it was Venom. Yeah, those were awesome. You know. I don't know how they did those either. Those were some of my favorite ones to look at. Those were cool. I've seen paintings that are done that way. And I can't get my brain to understand how you would do a painting that shifts based on where you are in relation to it. But I can kind of understand that better than fucking Lego blocks that are manipulated in such a way to make you see one thing from one angle and something else from a different angle. Yeah. I, I, I don't... My brain can't comprehend it. I'm, I'm looking forward to going back to that. That's going to be fun. Me too. It's going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> yeah, we're, we're going to the Lego convention again this year. Okay. Um, and, and we're going to look for the Holy Grail. <laughs> what do you mean? The Lego Death Star. <laughs> uh, we missed it by 30 minutes last year. Yeah, we did. The oh, guy's yeah, like, oh, I just sold my last one about 30 minutes ago. And we're like, damn it. because I early then? Hey, but yes. that guy's business card is still on the refrigerator. Yeah, it is. And that worries me because, again, I have a credit card with a zero balance on it. And I know how much he charges for those things. I have one with a zero balance on it. It's got... A more than what we need. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of credit cards, <clears throat> I know I've told you this story, but I haven't told it on the podcast. And I need somebody to explain to me how... So this woman who came up to rent a car for me, and I don't know what it is about renting a car that makes people want to tell you their life stories. I don't fucking care. Just just take the keys and leave. Like, I don't, go away. I don't care about your life story. But she was telling me that her son had a, he had his keys stolen from a locker at the gym he goes to. They took his keys out to his vehicle and stole the credit cards that were in the console. They only took the high-value credit cards and then went to Dallas and racked up $50,000 in charges. I have so many questions. (laughs) Who has credit cards with $50,000 on them? Who are these people? I need to know. Like, what kind of job do you have? What kind of credit do you have that you have a $50,000 worth of credit cards? Right. And that's only some of them because they left the lower ones. They left the lower balance ones. Well, those only had like ten or 15000 limit. Right. They went to Prada. They went to like all these places like, and ran up this credit card. I'm like, $50,000? Like, I don't even understand that much money. See, what I don't understand is, like, you go to places like that. It's like, how do you think you're not going to get caught? It was it was a ring. Because when you use a credit card, they can trace the exact second you scan that card. Mm-hmm. Where you scan that card at. Mm-hmm. Then all the investigators have to do is go to that place and say... I have a warrant for your cameras from this date at this time. Mm-hmm. And then you got the personal camera who used the card. Mm-hmm. Well, she was telling me that, because it was a Planet Fitness that he was at. Planet Fitness has cameras everywhere, like most gyms. They have cameras. And if, 
if, if something is stolen out of the locker. Anyway, she was telling me something. It didn't have to do with like a police warrant or anything like that, but they were entitled to see the camera footage to see who was who went into the locker room to, you know, like steal the keys. And Planet Fitness will not release the camera footage to them. So they're thinking it was somebody that worked at Planet Fitness that probably had like an inside, that, that knew him, that knew he had those type of cards, that knew he had that type of... And where... It, and where to go. Yeah. And gave it to a buddy who went to Dallas. Because this was a ring. This was this was planned. Like, this is not just, oh, we're grabbing your cards and hoping they have money on them. Like, they knew. And so, somebody at that Planet Fitness knows who did it and knows who the buddy is that went to Dallas. Yeah. And they're still waiting on, like, the police to get their butts in gear because police don't prosecute white-collar crime like that. Like, that's not what they do. They don't care. <laughs> they're too busy harassing grandma for not having a license plate, you know? And uh, this kind of stuff is going to have to go through, like, lawyers and probably the FBI because there's a state line involved. Yeah, that's true. It is a federal crime because they cross state lines. It's not a state crime. It's a federal. Exactly. So, but she said this is a long process, but Planet Fitness is not being cooperative. <laughs> it's not the Planet... It's just weird because, like, people with that kind of resources aren't the kinds of people that usually use Planet Fitness. I know. But I think he was... No, that's not right, because they knew who he was. I was going to say, I think he was traveling, but he wasn't traveling. That was in his home city. But it was. It, but she she specifically said it was a Planet, Planet Fitness. Not in Little Rock. I don't want to, like, besmirch the, the Planet Fitness here in Little Rock. But it, it was in a different state. But... It was a it was Planet Fitness, and they're just like not being cooperative. Huh. So I don't know. Maybe his regular gym membership ran Naked out, and he had to go bashers. get the he had to go get the ten dollar membership. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he wanted to sit on the massage bed, <laughs> or get harassed by a couple of employees and have limited gym experience. Yeah, I don't know. No, there's no telling. <laughs> oh, I had a, a weird situation at work today I, I was at the, the rental car place at the at the airport and within an hour i had two different people who had a different name on their driver's license than what they had on their profile hmm. it was like it, it was spelled different now on the first one the driver's license and the credit card matched so i was like okay i'll let this one slide you know, at least these two things match and we can make the rest of it work. It's fine. I said, but I, but I did tell her, I said, you do need to go into your profile with the rental car company and you need to change the name that's in there so it matches your driver's license. I said, because you are signing a contract and if the names don't match, we could get in trouble for that. Right. And you could get in trouble for that if you get pulled over and the names don't match. You know, so I was like, you probably need to take care of that. She's like, whatever, I've been doing this forever. Nobody's ever questioned it. Blah, blah, blah. Whatever, you want to get arrested by the cops because I guarantee you they will arrest you over something that's stupid. That's just that's what they like doing. And then less than an hour later, I have another one come up and his driver's license has his last name spelled one way. His credit card has the name spelled a, di a slightly different way. And then his profile on the computer, match the credit card, but not the driver's license. 
And I was like, hmm, which one of these is right? <laughs> How do you spell your name? And he, he spelled it, and it, was, it matched the credit card, not the driver's license. And I was like, you know, your driver's license misspelled? He's like, yeah, it's a German name. And I was like, that's not really an explanation, but okay. <laughs> and so I took pictures of all of it, and I ended up sending it to my boss, and I was like... What do, what do I do? I mean, like the stuff, like none of this stuff matches. How do you have a typo on your driver's license? That is a legal document from the government that is supposed to match your birth certificate. Like, I, how do you, how do you, how do you screw that up? How do you misspell your own name on the driver's license form, or not notice it if they hand you a misspelled driver's license after they printed it out for you? Hey, that's. Because I know, like, whenever they handed me mine, when I got it, they told me to look at it and make sure it was correct. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't, like I don't, I don't understand. And I told, I told my manager about it. I sent him the pictures and showed him how it was messed up. He's like, yeah, I probably wouldn't have let this one go. I said, yeah, the guy was an executive elite, though. He's like, oh, yeah, we kind of have to let those go. Because those executive elites, they rent so many cars every year. They almost literally get away with murder up there. You can, they can do anything. They can do almost anything. I mean, it's, it's insane. And so I was told not to, not to make him mad, just let it go. Because those are the guys that will complain to the CEOs at the top of the company I work for and would get me fired over a legitimate question on why is your driver license misspelled. Like, that could get me in trouble. Mm. So that was my day today. But I've never had it happen. I had two people within an hour with the same exact issue. So stupid. Mm. Hmm. Weird day. You know, you see about all that information. And, you know, like, I saw guys talk about how, you know, like when you uh, fill out an application somewhere, there's always a spot that says, you know, who to, not- who to notify in case of an emergency. Mm-hmm. He says, I always put police or ambulance. <laughs> and the guy was like, what is this for? He's like, well, I mean, come on, seriously. I mean, what is my mom or my wife going to be able to do to help? <laughs> <laughs> call 911, man. I don't care. <laughs> don't call her. Call the fucking police. <laughs> call an ambulance. Which one do I need? <laughs> Neither one of them's going to be able to do shit to help me. <laughs> <laughs> um. <laughs> We have had some um, interesting uh, plane issues here in this last week. Have you heard about any of them? Any what? Plane issues. Plane issues? Uh, like uh, flying, you know, planes. Oh, well, yeah, you talked about it earlier. Yeah. Was but it this... the thing in Japan or something? No, but hold hold that thought. There was a um, Boeing plane. I'm not sure where it, where it took off from or where it was going. All I know is when it hit 16,000 feet... The door blew off. <laughs> the emergency door just fell off the plane at 16,000 feet. Um, thankfully, nobody was sucked out. Um, so that was a good thing. Lucky. That was incredibly so, lucky. Um, a couple lucky. of people lost their phones through the door. They found an iPhone from the plane. It had fallen 16,000 feet. It still worked. And I'm thinking, you know... I, I stand up and my phone falls out of my lap. It shatters into a million pieces. But no, they can survive a 16,000 foot fall. That makes total sense. <laughs> but the uh, the pilot, um, who happened to be a woman, 
And if you listen to the, if you listen to the, uh, the tape of her, um, she was extremely calm during this insane crisis. Uh, but she managed to get the plane to the ground safely. She didn't lose any lives. Nobody got hurt. Unbelievable. Isn't, isn't there usually seats right next to the emergency doors? Yes. Yes, there is. So how did the people not get sucked out there? I have there? no idea. Because I don't think it's probably. quite as they, dramatic they, as it is in the TV shows. In the TV shows. Oh, yeah. Movies. Well, it's not that strong. Or it's not as strong. But it's still enough to suck out somebody in an instant. Well, at 16,000 feet, I'm not sure how pressurized the cabin is at that point. Or how pressurized it has to be. But, I mean, you're, you've still got... You're still going, what, 300 miles an hour? I mean, that's... That's scooting. Yeah. <laughs> that's a lot of wind coming in and a lot of pressure coming out. And, you know. Mm-hmm. I, I, See, I, I think it's funny, though, how some movies show it to where it's like this thing is just sucking these chairs, ripping the t- chairs out, right? Then you got that one movie where there was a hole in the side and they got one of those inflatable things and popped it open and it like inflatable rafts and it went up against the thing and stopped it. Yeah. That like, sucked out. <laughs> how did that flimsy motherfucker stop that? But <laughs> earlier in the same film, you had chairs ripping out of the floor that are bolted down, getting yeah, sucked not, out, but that little inflatable raft is going <laughs> to stop it. Yeah. No, that thing would get, yeah, torn in half so. immediately. Yeah, there's no way. Like, I don't, don't think so, it Scooter. Been reduced to atoms. <laughs> I was I was listening to a podcast here recently. Um, it's called Citation Needed. It's one of my favorite podcasts. But uh, what these guys do is they take a single article off Wikipedia and then they write an essay about it because they're now experts on it because they've read a single article on Wikipedia. <laughs> but this particular podcast was about the highest falls that people have survived. It was insane. There was a woman who fell from like 40,000 feet and survived it. She was strapped to the chair because I think the plane like broke apart is what happened. Like it broke apart in midair. Struck by lightning or something. Anyway, I don't know what else going on. But she was in a row of seats. She was the only one that stayed in the row of seats. She was strapped in. Um, she passed out on the way down because, holy shit, what else can you do? You know, you're, <laughs> you're 40,000 feet, you're dropping. I mean, okay, I'm, I'm good. Woke up on the ground, um, had a broken clavicle, a broken arm, and a gash in her leg. And that was it. And they think that what happened was, because she, um, this was over um, the, uh, like the, the Amazon jungle. They think she hit the canopy of the jungle and it slowed her just enough that she didn't die when she hit the ground. You know, another thing that probably helped her too. That she was unconscious when the she hit the ground? The fact that she was passed out. Because she, yeah, she kind of... She was limp and mm-hmm. tense. Yeah. And she was probably, and because of her still being strapped in the chair, it could have taken a majority of the beating from that canopy it, or the ground. It did. The chair is what helped save her. All those things worked together to save her. But she was in the jungle for like 10 or 15 days trying to make her way out. Because obviously they didn't think there were any survivors of this plane crash. I mean, how could there be? The plane broke, and broke apart. The only thing that kept her alive was the fact that she had grown up in those jungles and knew what she was doing. 
and knew what to eat, knew what water to look for, was able to work her way out of the jungle to civilization. And then um, they ended up getting her into a hospital and like she survived and lived to be an old woman. <sighs> but can you imagine? <laughs> Probably she didn't slip on something, fall, and kill herself afterwards. <laughs> no. <laughs> like... This is the lady we're having a big press conference. She's coming out of the hospital now. She survived this. And she's walking out proud, <laughs> slips, goes down the stairs, rolls, snaps her neck. <laughs> oh, well, that's about right. Karma <laughs> came back around for another round. <laughs> but it was really funny because the way that they did this podcast when they were talking about the, the, um, the biggest falls that people had, had survived is they started with the, the guy that survived the, the lowest fall and then worked their way up. And they got up to her and they're like, yeah, she probably thought that guy at the bottom was a total bitch. <laughs> he, he survived. It's a thousand feet. Man, anybody could survive that. Try surviving 40,000. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> I don't think I could survive a fall from 10 feet. I think I'd have a heart attack on the way down. <laughs> Just Shit. I'd be like, nope, kill me. I ain't getting up. I'm down. I, I watched a movie. Have you seen that movie called Fall? Uh, I don't know. Okay, so it's a I horror mean, movie. And it's about these... Oh, the no. Okay, so it's about these two girls that uh, climb to the top of a radio That's not tower. a horror movie. That's a suspense Oh, I've no, seen that. No, 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 no. I've seen yeah, that. okay, so I, yeah. Suspense. I haven't seen the movie, but I've seen like you, clips of yeah. it. And so they, I know it exists. They crawl to the top of this tower, and the ladder falls, and they can't get down. There's no way for them to get down, and they're stuck up there. I don't know who shot this movie. I don't know who the cinematographer was. I don't know who the director was. I'd very much like to go to their house and punch them in the face repeatedly because the way they shot this movie, I had to. I ended up having to fast forward through part of it because I was so anxious because they kept showing the high shots from you know where they were looking down at the ground that was like you know 200 feet below them, and I'm 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 watching this movie and I'm going. Oh god! I'm gonna die. <laughs> so well made, so scary, mm. so scary. And there's a twist at the end that you don't really see coming. And I was like, Oh my god, that's a great twist! I'm Can I please not, be done I'm with this movie? Probably not gonna watch it. So I mean, if you wanna go ahead and say that, I won't mm. say it just in case anybody watching the podcast um, or listening to the podcast wants to see it. But it's a really well, good why twist. Don't you just say spoiler warning and then allow them to skip forwards. Cause I don't wanna. <laughs> Mom, to tell you afterwards. afterwards. Yeah, I'll tell you afterwards. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh you are making that dog make all kinds of noise. <laughs> oh, and, and on the subject of earlier, adding to it, we were talking about Joe Flacco. Yeah, yeah. And how he kind of had a a comeback. Yeah. Right. Well, this must be the year of comebacks because, you know, Liberty Mutual. <laughs> Yeah. Brought back the Liberty Bibbity guy. <laughs> and everybody like from, from popular demand, everybody loved him from a Liberty Bibbity, you know. And he's even speaking more gibberish on the new commercials. Yeah, it's even. great. <laughs> and then Geico has brought the caveman back. Yes, they brought the caveman back. <laughs> I don't know who either of these people are. They're they're from commercials, sweetie. You don't have to watch commercials. Yeah. You don't know what commercials are, it's okay. <laughs> But the caveman from Geico says to switch to Geico. They're trying, you know, they're talking about how you can just switch and it's so easy to switch. Mm -hmm. And the whole thing was so easy a caveman could do it. Mm -hmm. 
and they had a caveman in their commercials. And then he just showed this one, and he, he like wakes up from a, a, a nightmare or whatever. And he's, she's like, his her, his wife's like, what's wrong? He's like, oh, it, it's they did it again. They, they're using that name. They, they turned me into a punchline. <laughs> <laughs> he's, like, he's a caveman, but he lives in modern day. Yeah. And he's like super offended by people thinking cavemen are stupid. He's like, I'm not stupid. <laughs> uh, I have the roast duck with the mango salsa. <laughs> he's so prissy about it. <laughs> Great. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, they actually called an intentional grounding on Mahomes. Really? He's like, why'd you call? The, why'd you throw the flag? See, he's mad at the ref for for calling a flag on him. Why would you do that? Do you do you not know who I am? I'm Patrick Mahomes. You don't call penalties on me. But look, I'm cutting your tip in half. You know he gets pissy during the games, or he has started getting pissy during the games. But he at least is one of the quarterbacks who, after a loss, will take the blame, and after a win, will say what a great team he's he works with. You know he's one of those guys. It seems like they're purposefully throwing it so that it hits the ground. Well, he did that time because he, if you if you throw the ball away and then the guy takes you to the ground, it's not a sack. It doesn't count against you as a quarterback. Mm. But if you have the ball in your hands and somebody tackles you, that's a sack. Oh, look, they had to do a makeup call. Somebody touched Mahomes, <laughs> and so they had to call roughing the passer and make up for it. They do that every time they call a penalty on him. They immediately call somebody a penalty on the other team to make up for it. He said, "We're begging for forgiveness." That's roughing the that is roughing the passer. That's flopping. That is he pushed him. He fucking flopped. He hundred percent. He hundred percent. He barely nudged him, and he goes flying ten yards. Yeah, that guy's four hundred pounds, and he's going twenty miles an hour, and he slams into Mahomes. Look at it. Barely touched him. He could have stopped his forward progress, but no, he kept going and pushed his hands out. He bumped into Mahomes. (laughs) Mahomes flopped like a little pansy. You got you know what? Get the penalty and make that shit count. Knock him the fuck out. Hit him as hard as you can. Blindside his ass. You know, that was one thing that I was actually worried about during that last game, game in in uh, week 18 when the Cowboys were playing because it doesn't matter if they win or lose at that point. They're in the playoffs, right? But the team they were playing was not going to the playoffs. I can't even remember who it was now. Washington. Washington, that's right. So, but there were some really like shitty plays that Washington played against the Cowboys to the point where I was trying to figure out if Washington was trying to hurt the Cowboys to fuck up their playoff chances. Yeah. Because some of the hits that the Cowboys took from Washington, like there was a lot of helmet to helmet contact, there was a lot of just really rough hits. Stuff that you don't really see in normal play. And it was almost like they were trying to make sure they didn't advance very far in the playoffs. Because, you know, if you hurt Dak Prescott, that's it. Season's over. I mean, like, you're done. Oh, no. They've got a pretty – their backup quarterback was pretty damn good. No shade on him, but – Seriously, do you want to go into the playoffs with your backup quarterback or do you want to go into the playoffs with your healthy top of the league first string quarterback? Well, obviously you want to go in with your first string, but it's not like their season would be over. He's good. I don't I mean, trust he did him. really good when he took over for him last year. I don't trust him. <laughs> I'm 
Sorry, my heart belongs to Dak. <laughs> well, at least it's not Mahomes. Well, only if something happens to Dak. Then it'll be Mahomes. <laughs> a split household if you like Mahomes. <laughs> you know I like Mahomes. He's my second favorite quarterback. I've said that. The only reason you don't like him is because he lost his cool this year. This is the first time he has ever lost his cool. And he honestly has had a reason to. Because Kadarius Tony sucks and has lost them a bunch of games. I just think he's... I, I, I don't think he's as good as what everybody says he is. I just don't. I mean, you could say that about any quarterback that's got a strong offensive line. Re- I mean, realistically. You could you could even say that about Dak Prescott if he didn't have the offensive line that he has, except that you can't because in his rookie year he didn't have this offensive line and took them from being a four and twelve team to being a twelve and four team his very first year. So can't say that about Dak. Well, that, he's a good quarterback. That is, this seems to be a very one sided match. That's going on. It very much is. Um, the The Dolphins have been kind of an inconsistent team all season. Um, they have the, the Dolphins are the ones in the in the white. I would assume they would be the ones that are sea colored. <laughs> but they've had an inconsistent season because they have won and lost by just about the most points in in the entire league mm. <laughs> on their games. I think they they lost by forty. They lost forty to zero on one of their games. Wow. Um, they also won like forty to three on one of their games. Mm. So, and they've been they've been kind of up and down all season. It's been a weird year for them. Real weird year. But anyway, <laughs> we're we're like really into this. <laughs> Have you got anything else you want to talk about? Uh. Pretty much got everything. Lego convention. Almost getting my people fired. Well, I think that's about it. Okay. You ready to call it for the night? Whatever you are. I'm going to eat this other cinnamon roll that you got me. The one with the fruit on it was amazing. We need to oh make sure God. we wake him up next time before we start. Because cause we've been going for almost an hour and a half now, so we don't need to keep going. Because I want him to tell the story that he was telling us a couple weeks ago. Okay. Yeah, because he's got some good stuff he's going yeah. to bring to the podcast. For sure. And I am going, going to get you a mic of your own, and I'm going to get you headphones of your oh, own. Okay. We may do another one tomorrow. Yeah. Since we missed last week. Yeah, we did. Oh, I, did. I completely forgot about that. We did miss last week. I'm sorry we missed a week. So we'll have to do another one tomorrow. Okay. That we can get him in here. I want, I want him to tell that story. That was, I love it. Okay. You know what I'm talking about, right? Yeah. Okay. All right. Good deal. I'm going to have a couple of things that I want to, or next time that I want to talk about whenever it comes to, like, games and whatnot. Mm-hmm. Okay. Well, it'll be tomorrow. tomorrow. All right. Well, okay. we're going to bring this one to a close. close. Thank you for joining us this week for our super long, super boring sports podcast <laughs> <laughs> where we don't know any of the teams, any of the names, any of the positions, but we have hard we opinions about everything. I don't. Look. Kadarius Tony is a wide receiver. Travis Kelsey is a tight end. 
I haven't seen Tony's name pop up at all this game. It's because he hadn't played in the last two games. Uh, he's hurt. <laughs> and I'm pretty sure he's hurt because I think they probably took some socks filled with nickels to him in the in the, uh, uh, in the the locker room. <laughs> I don't think he got hurt on the field. I, I think Patrick Mahomes may have beat the shit out of him. <laughs> but I like the fact that we don't know anything about sports, but we have really hard opinions. Oh, P.S., Wait till baseball season starts again. Mm-hmm. Wait till baseball season starts again. We're going to be doing these podcasts, and we are going to be watching the games, and we're going to have so much time to talk about stuff because because so little happens in a baseball game during that three-hour game. You have so much time to like figure out statistics and who's going to do what. And you've got so much time to figure out, you know, like, uh, like, uh, where's this guy going to go? And what's he going to play? And does he play best against a left-handed batter at night on the weekend when it's 32 degrees? Like, you have all the time to work all that stuff out. Because, I mean, baseball is just like 30 minutes of action just jam-packed into a three-hour game. <laughs> Please don't hit me. <laughs> 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 I'm so sorry. <laughs> I really do enjoy yanking your chain about baseball. <laughs> I said that to him earlier about the 30 minutes of action just packed into three hours. And uh, he got mad at me and told me that's just because you don't understand the game. <laughs> I mean, it is just kind of. Watch your mouth. <laughs> I'm so sorry. You think I'm joking? You watch your mouth, son. <laughs> you think you think real hard about for you let them words come out that are about to come out of your mouth. You want to see what next week looks like? Because he's about to slap you into it. <laughs> <laughs> I think the only reason he puts up with me besmirching baseball is because he has to because we're married. <laughs> Yeah, I don't think I'm going to go any further for the fear of not having a place to live in. <laughs> like, do you like that Xbox? Do you like that laptop? That phone? He's going to take them and put them all on the roof. That Oculus? <laughs> Your food? <laughs> all right, we're I mean, going to bring this. He's going to put it on the roof. But yeah. How's he going to get to the roof? Uh, you know what? He'll find a way. It, it, it just I his anger. Throw it up there from here. His his anger will propel him through the air up to the roof. <laughs> I mean, however he can get up there, I can probably get up there easier. I'm a I'm a child. <laughs> well, you, you got to understand, he's got like a like a methane boost that'll like take him at least halfway <laughs> up the building. <laughs> just set a match under him. I know, right? It'd be like a little rocket taking off. No, it'll prevent him from being from going any further up. <laughs> okay, can we need both to... kiss my ass. I would not go anywhere near that biohazard. Okay, just no. You know what? When this is over with, I'm gonna come over there. I'm gonna sit down on you, and I'm gonna. Mm. 
How is that different than any other night when I get into bed with you and you have Dutch oven the entire bed <laughs> and I pull the covers back to get in and I'm just hit with this wave of just like, whoa! <laughs> it's cold in there and I'm just trying to make some heat, okay? <laughs> You're so hateful. <laughs> I'm just being realistic. Between you and the dog blowing ass, it's real hard to sleep in there. That's all I'm saying. Well, it's hard to sleep sometime because you that's high powered chainsaw you got over there. <laughs> that's that's um my nose can't handle the methane and so it like makes noise because the methane going oh, you know bullshit. it's like it's like when you I've like, gone into the bedroom <laughs> after you. I said the dog blows ass and he's always And I can hear you with that industrial strength chainsaw going, and you're the only one in there. So you can't blame nobody else. I can blame the dog. No. He blows ass almost no. as bad as you do. No. <laughs> can't blame the dog. <laughs> she even tried to tell me one night that she, I don't snore. So, dad, God, I took a fucking video of her snoring. <laughs> And showed it to her the next day. What is this shit, Miss? <laughs> I don't snore. <laughs> Do you know how often? Okay, all right. So you sleep on your back. You just kind of like. Do you understand how often I wake up and I have to put my hand on your face and turn you away from me so that you will stop snoring and breathing directly in my face? <laughs> Never. At least three times a night. Prove it. Okay, all right. You know what? You take a video of me, I'm going to take a video of you, motherfucker. <laughs> Go ahead. It's not going to happen. <laughs> I'm going to start sleeping in my chair. <laughs> <laughs> well, he almost had that ball. <coughs> All right, good Lord. We have been trying though. to bring this thing to a close for 10 minutes, but making fun of you has been so much fun. S fuck you. <laughs> I do it out of love, sweetie. I do it out of love. Because we've been married for almost 17 years now. Mm. Almost. Get your you hands off of me. No, I'm, 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 gonna touch you. I'm not touching you. I'm not touching you. That's fine with me. <laughs> <laughs> you put, your, you put your, your finger like half an inch from the person's face and they're touching you. <laughs> That's how you get so punched. No, one of these nights, um, I'm going to um, wait till you are super asleep and snoring, and I'm going to get the clippers, and I'm going to shave half of your goatee off. Just half of it. You're going to wake up. There's going to be like a... I, I can't decide, do I need to shave it like right here in the middle, like right across his chin and just leave like a big gap in the hair? Or do I need to shave it like half and half, like like maybe, oh, and one of his like eyebrows. You go horizontally. No, because that, that'll just make it look like it was, you know, kind of like he just maybe it slipped or something. I want it to be like super obvious that like somebody was messing with him. Do a cross bun. Cut it in a cross <laughs> shape. All right. <laughs> Because then it's imp because then it's getting both the best of both parts. I could put stripes in it, you know, yeah. like they do on the side of your head. I just like put stripes and stuff, like. See, <laughs> so you're you're talking about doing all this stuff. Don't don't 
Don't bring back the old me. <laughs> Don't. I left that person behind a long time ago. Don't act like you're some kind of dark and tortured soul. <laughs> don't, 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 don't bring that back. Cause I can. Oh, you don't know how vindictive I can get. <laughs> it's okay, honey. I still love you. I gotta do something yep. to keep the marriage spicy. It's been seventeen years. Not that. Because you can do that with a person you don't like. I want to keep it spicy so we like each other. Oh, we're still supposed to do that? You know what? Get out. <laughs> you get out. You, there's a door right there. Get out. You get out. You go sleep on the front porch tonight. You get out. I don't want to get out. Then, then shut up. You shut up. You. <laughs> no, you. You. you your mom. Your mama. <laughs> Did this ball have anything on it? Yes, it used it? to be a tennis ball. And the dog ate the tennis ball part off of it. I don't believe you. This no, seriously. Does not look like a tennis ball. Yeah, this is this is exactly what a tennis ball looks like. It was one of those squeaky ball tennis balls that we got from PetSmart. Mm-hmm. Uh, yep. Used to have a cover on it, and he ate the cover off of it. Because every toy we have ever given him, ever in the history of ever, he has ripped the hair out of, he has ripped the stitches out of, he has torn it apart. He doesn't eat it. He just... Re- shreds it. He shreds it and then spits it out. That red one that we got, mm-hmm. uh, that's the only one that he hasn't just torn all the fur off immediately. Mm-hmm. But he, he tears the squeaker. Okay, that red one that we ha- that he has, it's got 13 squeakers in it. And that is his mission, is to get all of those squeakers out of that thing. And he's he's gotten most of them out of it. I know. Cause I... All right, let's shut it down. All right, we're shutting it down. Okay, <laughs> thank you for lasting this long. Holy shit. But <laughs> um, come back next week. Um, at Cricket Shay, at Cricket Shay One on Threads and Instagram. Uh, call me, text me. Um, anyway, we'll see you next week, and we love you. Bye. <laughs>